It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hello, and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about last night's Monday Night Raw on the road to War Games. Uh, we've got uh, some updates on the War Games teams, uh, along with an explanation and a bit of a, a, a pivot, a reset, if you will, yeah. on Austin Theory. Uh, also, we're going to talk about the latest on Sasha Banks. Could she be finished with the WWE? Might be a possibility. Want to give you guys a reminder first, though. This weekend, we've got... Uh, Overdrive slash SmackDown watch along on Friday. I guess Overdrive slash SmackDown slash Rampage. Is Rampage on the normal time this week? Do you know? I think so. Next week on on uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving, I think it's on at a different time. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so we got that going on. And then we've got uh, what else here? Uh, oh, and then Full so Gear, yeah, and then Saturday, full gear yeah. of course, on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's going to be probably six hours between the kickoff mm-hmm. the actual show and then our recap yeah it's gonna be a long day so we're gonna be sitting in these chairs all day long uh so yeah looking forward to that one a lot of good matches on that card i'm, I'm sure they're gonna add a Ten bunch more. more of them yeah. uh so yeah we had tom talks rubbish here in the youtube chat dropping a super chat for us it's hey, just tom. showing some love to you amazing people everybody go sub to tom talks yes. rubbish and by the way if you're watching this on youtube we've got about 100 people right now live. Hit that like button, everybody. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about going in raw. Yes, uh, please. That'd be great. Also, hey, then, let's mention yeah. this. ACW Resurgence, in case you hadn't heard, we bought a wrestling promotion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Our, our first show as official owners of ACW, Action Coast Wrestling, goes down December 10th here in mm-hmm. Sacramento. Uh, mm-hmm. Tickets are available right now. Eventbrite. Uh, if you're in the area looking to make a trip for the holidays, whatever, come on out. Should be a fun show. Absolutely. Now, it should be a blast. It's the dawning of a new era there at Action Coast Wrestling, the Stephen Larson era. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be a lot of fun wrestling, a lot of good action. Uh, and, uh, yeah, surprises, twists, and turns. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're figuring these waters out, man. We're, we're trying to figure out how to swim in the waters of uh, the of wrestling pro business. Pro wrestling now. business. Yeah. Hey, Vince, we're in the pro wrestling business. Whoa, Ted, I'm in the entertainment business. Which one are we in, man? Entertainment or wrestling? I guess wrestling. Entertainment. 
<laughs> for entertainers. <laughs> let's talk about some sports entertainment from last night. Before we get to this Sasha Banks news, let's talk about last night's Raw. So uh, Austin Theory cut uh, a pretty nice promo where he has explained himself. Uh, you know, during Seth Rollins' intro, uh, during his opening promo, uh, he called Austin Theory stupid, and the crowd well, started saying, "No, th- it was I'm the other sorry, way the around." Crowd. Yeah, yeah, the chant, yeah, yeah. The crowd so, started chanting, "That was stupid." Yeah, that was stupid. And he says, "Well, you talked to Austin Theory about that," and uh, and so Austin Theory explains himself, and it was beat by beat what I had fucking said last week. Yeah, he he tried against the he tried against the bloodline against Roman twice. And look what happened. He saw Seth Rollins, an all-time performer, the United States Championship, elevated. Rollins out. And then he was stopped by Bobby Lashley. I thought this, I was like, I know we're not used to logic being injected into our wrestling, but everything he said was logical. And I love, I love that he said, what, you're, you're nodding your head. Go ahead. Well, no, continue your thought. Well, and he called the briefcase a burden, which has a double meaning. Creatively speaking, it was a burden on him. Nobody was going to cash in successfully on Roman Reigns, believably. Um, and uh, and he well, said, "Well, I wouldn't so. say nobody, but few people." I didn't see it happening. I thought all the points he made. You got the bloodline there all the time. Roman Reigns has had this thousand day reign. Yeah. Good. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's you know the, the briefcase. It's a burden. Now I'm without it, but obviously he was pissed off. This wasn't the, the Austin Theory on Twitter saying all day, every day. This is a new Austin Theory, pissed off, and he goes and he uh, he takes it to Seth Rollins. Yeah, um, thinking about it, <clears throat> excuse me, last night and more so this morning, I kind of wish um, they had waited till after war games to do the failed cash-in, and here's why. War games could potentially offer up Austin Theory one of, if not the best opportunities to cash in. I understand like everybody's going to be out there, Bloodline, Roman, everybody for that match. But also, if you try to cash in after the conclusion of that match, they're all beat to hell. Bloodline, all beat to hell. You play your cards right, you can end up in a cage with Roman, everybody else locked outside. Um, or even if you just really want to advance, hammer home the story of, I can't do it because Bloodline's always there. You, you have him do it, try to do it there. Either he fails or he just fumbles before the official cash-in. Then the next Raw, if he tries to pull the thing on Seth, play that out. For me, that would it would it more so hammer home the idea that I can't do it against Roman, full stop. You know, he mentions, yeah, if, even if Brock and, 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 and Tyson Fury weren't there, the bloodline would be there. Again, it's a show-don't-tell type situation. If you had, had showed all those things, okay, makes more sense to me in my but mind. But we've seen it. We've seen we've it seen twice. It. We see it because both times when when you try to get no, we've seen the bloodline. They uh, constantly at Roman's side. No, no, I'm saying during his, with his two matches. Cash. Yeah, but I'm referring to the theory's two cashing attempts. I believe in both instances the bloodline were laid out. Sure. Um, and if you have a situation where he thinks everybody's laid out, not only is the bloodline out there, but you got all the brawling brutes and Drew. And I know Theory has no friends, but. With all those ingredients, you think, oh, maybe I can take advantage of the situation of everybody being beat the shit and use that to my advantage. He fumbles it, something. Just kind of hammer home the point, because it's been two months since his last cash attempt. It was that clash at the castle. Um, just hammer that point home one more time that I ain't cashing against Roman. And then do the, th- the, the failed cash in, or, or have him try to cash in against Seth. I think it would make him look stupider. But isn't that kind of the idea, you're, though? You're, is that, is that he's, he's grasping at straws here? He's desperate? I think there's a difference between that and stupid 
Because so you you want them to go out there at war games when there's ten people out there. Are they beat to hell? Yeah, but there's ten of them. Yeah. He went out there when Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns were beat to hell, and and there was only two of them, uh, and and he got laid out. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, I thought it was fine last week. And I, I think it's, I love that. He, I loved that. He actually gave us some reasoning behind it. And as far as show don't tell, I mean, th- there's a time and place for that. I a hundred percent agree with you, but the logic is so sound. It's like, he's thought this through. Why would he try it again? When he knows, dude, I could not, I, it's possible because he might be thinking to himself against Roman both times. I dodged a bullet because what if I said I'm cashing in and they ring that belt and then I get laid out by Brock or by Tyson Fury. If he comes out there, he's learning his lesson. I like that because he's going to go out there at war games. There's 10 dudes out there. He's going to cash in and he has to think about who's going to stand up now. Who's going to who's going to recover from this brutal war games match. Um, he sees a perfect opportunity with Seth Rollins, a guy who says this titles everything. Seth Rollins, a, a, a generational talent, he's laid out. This is a perfect opportunity. It makes all the sense in the world. It makes all the sense in the world to do it now. Um, well, I'm so about I don't know. Do it I like now. He, he still does have seven months to cash in. You don't know what's going to happen in those seven months. He's impatient. He's he's young and impatient. He's ambitious. He wants to get done with it. He's tired of hemming and hawing. I get it. I get it. I mean, if he's really ambitious, you go at the top title. Don't go after the mid card belt. No matter what Seth says, U.S. title is a mid card title. It is. When I I disagree. I disagree with that. I mean, is it mid card? I don't know. They it was in the main event last night. Seth Rollins is not a mid card wrestler. No, I know. But but in in the hierarchy of WWE titles, I know. But like, I don't know. Like. If a title's been built up to such a degree and it's got that, you know, it, it's got Seth Rollins' stamp of approval, it's good enough for him. Why isn't it good enough for Austin Theory? Um, it's a title that's main eventing Raw. That would put Austin Theory in the main event of Raw. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I I, I like it. I, I think it's, I think, you know, I like that they had logic and reason behind what he did. And that's all I ask for in this new era of Triple H, is that there's some reasoning behind it. What he said made sense. So what I'm hoping going forward, so right now he's 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 lashing out and he's angry, he's mad. And his his temper got the best of him um, in his match against Dolph. I, f- I hope what this ultimately leads to, because I could see this going one of two ways. Either we get angry Austin theory, he's more intense and more vicious, and he goes on a run because he's more angry, more vicious, and more focused, you know? I'm hoping that he gets more angry and more vicious, and still the results are the same, because that's not his problem. The problem wasn't that he wasn't vicious enough. The problem was he wasn't smart enough. He wasn't tactical mm-hmm. enough to find an opportunity to cash in. He wasn't tactical enough to realize, oh, maybe I would benefit from having friends. If I had friends here to neutralize the bloodline, that would make my chances against Roman potentially slightly better. Um, for me, this can't just be, again, for me, this is a subjective opinion. Can't just be, oh, I'm going to be intense and, and vicious and be mean and just beat the hell out of everybody. He needs to be smarter about things. You know, if it's just him kind of being, oh, I'm super intense, meh, whatever. But 
I want to see the growth to him become a smarter competitor for me to really think, oh, this guy's really a main eventer. I lo- dude, I love this conversation because the thing that we're going to be talking about here is is motivations of characters. And it's something that it, it was often lacking in WWE programming because we're so used to Vince McMahon where motivations mean jack shit, right? Mm-hmm. When you're watching Ozark, a show that Ike's had to stop watching because those characters continue to make the stupidest decisions. I don't know that you sit there and say, I want Jason Bateman's character to start being smarter, start making better decisions. I do. I'm yeah. sitting there like, God damn it. You're the worst parent I've ever seen in my life. But to do that would eliminate the very nature of the of that character or any character we're talking about. Um, with Austin Theory, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, would it, would it benefit him to be smarter about things, to be more focused about things? Yes. But I don't know that that character will get to that point. Now, if they can craft an interesting story where he can find success within the confines of what his character will allow him to do, then that's what I want to see. Whether that's him eventually failing, like you're saying, failing so hard that he comes that he has a, a come to Jesus moment and he realizes this is, you know, this that wasn't my problem. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if, if it's going to be that or if it's, hey, the selfie arrogant stuff was was abs- was not getting me where I needed to be. What I need to be around here is is vicious and I need to send a statement and I need to show people, hey, you know, this is this is going to be me now. Um, whatever that ends up being, I, I, I dude, I just I like that they didn't miss. They didn't stop to they didn't they didn't stop to 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 show us that hey this guy's making revelations he's he's thinking this out i wasn't going to be able to cash in against rome because of the bloodline now whether or not you or me or anybody else agrees or disagrees with that assessment that oh you you could have had a chance at war games when everybody's laid out the character believes that he didn't have a shot and that's what i appreciate about this the most yeah, is that. that there is there is thought behind the character, man, and we have not got that. Go ahead and start talking to the people because I got to let my cat out. Oh, very well, very well. Um, we can move on to this. Uh, we also got uh, the women's war games team starting to uh, fill out. Uh, one squad is complete. Um, we had uh, Mia Yim receive an invitation from Damage Control. Uh, she was like, all right, I'll think about it. She ends up joining uh, forces with uh, Bianca and her team. And then after that, Rhea Ripley, which made me very happy, walks up to damage control and says, Mia's on that team, I'm on your team, and pretty much says, don't tell me no. She's got a problem with it, too bad. Um, so there's still one open spot um, in, on Bianca's team. And, you know, Candice would make a lot of sense. Uh, we haven't seen her since she was seemingly beat down by damage control. We didn't actually see any attack because the camera got knocked over. Um, that kind of makes doesn't doesn't make a little bit more sense that it would be Candace, given that we haven't seen her. I mean, if 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 our if the fact that the camera got knocked down wasn't you know whatever a red herring or whatever yeah. or like a mis- misdirection, yeah, which could and be. she actually did get beat down. It seems like she's got to be the shoe in, right? Do you have any alternatives uh, to Candace? No, she'd be the most obvious choice. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're waiting to announce because. Either they're unsure about who it's going to be or they want it to be a huge surprise. Uh, you know, someone returning. You know, we'd thought maybe 
there was a possibility that Sasha and Naomi could return uh, to join Bianca's team as the fourth and fifth members. But then there's a, this bit of news uh, that came in today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, so Feifel reported that Sasha's company, uh, Sol- Solnado, trademarked the following names and phrases. Mercedes Monet, Monet Talks, Statement Maker, and Bank Monet for use for jewelries, decals. I say jewelries, jewelry. Decals, <laughs> stickers, posters, leggings, shirts, uh, sweatshirts, mugs, action figures, and entertainment services relating to pro wrestling. Entertainment. Um, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, saw this as well today. Soraya recently spoke with Chris Van Vliet. She's got her own return match coming up at Full Gear. And she talked about wanting to have her first match back against Sasha. However, Sasha was doing other things. This is what Soraya had to say. Quote, I really wanted to have that match with Sasha. I wanted to have that uh, rematch with her because we have a built-in story. So I really wanted that. But she's kind of going down her own path, doing her own thing. You don't know where she's going to be. She's got an exciting life going on right now. I'm really pleased she's building her career outside of wrestling too. It's awesome. And Naomi as well. So it's really cool to see. One day I'll have my match with Sasha though. Those transcripts from Wrestling Inc. So, I mean, between trademarking, this new name, this new catchphrases or, 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 and whatnot, for a variety of, of merchandise plus wrestling stuff potentially, um, I don't know if that, I don't know about her coming back to WWE anytime soon. Man, I don't know. I, you know, like there's this is like maybe completely unrelated, but you do see a bit of a loosening up of WWE with allowing their independent contractors to be independent contractors. We see, I think, uh, what this Friday, I think there's going to be some sort of a departy stream, a reunion with mm-hmm. uh, WWE superstar Austin Creed, Xavier Woods. Adam Colbebe is going to be there. Claudio Cameraman is going to be there. Cesaro. Um, and, of course, uh, Tyler Breeze. 
But uh, and so like that to me says, hey, this new the new era of WWE here, letting people go out. Sasha is incredibly savvy. Oh, yes. And shoring up her outside interests in WWE, assuming that they're loosening things up a little bit and saying, hey, yeah, go out there and do a couple other things. As long as you're not infringing on trademarks, as long as you're not, uh, you know, making us look bad. If you're going to go out there and be a businesswoman, these are the steps that she's going to take, um, regardless if she's going to be in WWE or not. Um, getting all your, you know, sort of uh, uh, your 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 very important business paperwork in order, I think is a, is is a smart move. And I don't know, like you know, like you, I have no idea what it means if she's done with WWE. I don't necessarily think it does because I think that Sasha Banks understands that all these other properties over here, they all increase in value the more she's treated like a big star in WWE. So she has that giant platform. Uh, there in WWE, it just makes everything else she does even bigger. I'm not sure that it means going to AEW, which is a smaller platform or, or stardom or whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. She's an incredibly savvy person. Mm-hmm. So um, and I don't know. And you guys are. I'm sorry. You and I have talked about you guys. You and I have talked about how there has been such a steady stream of buzz because of returns, stories, whatever with WWE. They haven't needed to bring them back, like as as a necessity to to pop ratings or whatever. Ratings are going to be in the toilet right now, anyways, because of football. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're almost to the road to WrestleMania. Wouldn't shock me at all to see Sasha Banks and Naomi back at WrestleMania. Also, wouldn't surprise me at all if they were gone. You know, if they just didn't show up and they just did whatever they wanted to do until they figured out what it is they want to do. Yeah. So, yeah, a whole yeah, lot who of knows. who knows. It could man. just be a situation where she's covering her bases in, in the event that she wants to wrestle elsewhere. If she doesn't, let's go back Dude, to be fine. She calls herself the blueprint. This is the blueprint for how you take advantage of your stat. If you if you have wider career ambitions beyond wrestling in terms of a crossover, you know, uh, brand for yourself, personal brand, this is how you do it. You go out there, you make connections, you get your, your peers, you put yourself out there, you get known. Uh, beyond wrestling, and then you increase your value across the board. Everybody should be doing this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Assuming they want to do that, it might be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I, like, I just want to show up to my to the call time and go out there and wrestle a match, and then hang out in catering, and play some video games. Yeah, maybe have some uh, yeah. have some Reese's Reese's pie. Oh man, who doesn't want some Reese's pie? I'll take that over a trademark any day. Yeah. Uh, so let's just dive into Monday Night Raw. It opened up with Seth Rollins doing career work right now. Had an another another amazing outfit. Did this have some um, iridescence uh, to it? Iridescence to it. I thought that maybe, but then it didn't. When he moved, I didn't notice that it actually really changed much. It looked like it when it came out at first, but yeah. Uh, if not, he should think about getting that same outfit, but with iridescence. Yeah, I know. Anyways, I know. Uh, he welcomes everybody to Monday Night Rollins. Introduces himself. He says, uh, "By the hair of my chinny chin chin, I'm still your United States champion." He says, last week was crazy. I put one little open challenge out to the universe, and I got challengers coming out of the woodwork. Finn Balor, Ali, Lashley, and for the first time ever, Austin Theory tried to cash in his Money in the Bank contract on my United States title. And he says, now that didn't work out for him. And then the crowd starts chanting, that was stupid. He says, look, I'm sure he'll be out later. You can tell him how you feel. He said, you tell him how stupid he is then, yeah. Yeah, he says, but uh, something seems different about the U.S. title as of late. 
can't seem to put my finger on it. What's the one thing that was different? Oh, yeah, it's me. Because now on, now that I'm U.S. champ, it's without question the top prize on Monday nights. And right here in the main event tonight, we're going to add to my legacy as U.S. champ when I go one-on-one -on -one with Finn Balor. Then Bobby Lashley walks out, says, Last week I turned Selfie Boy into a punchline. And as for you, Seth, that beat I gave you last week will continue to happen until I get my U.S. title back. Uh, Seth says, look, you had your opportunity last week, but instead of having a match for the title, you decided it would be better for you to try to take my soul for my body. Now your temper has gotten the better of you late. It might have something to do with the loss you suffered at Crown Jewel. You know, the match you lost to Brock Lesnar. And Lashley is about to respond. Then Mustafa Ali walks out with the ref. And Bob Lashley says, what are you doing? Uh, you know that beatdown I gave you last week is going to pale in comparison to what I do to you this week. Start using your head and start making some smart decisions. Walk out of here before I hurt you. So then instead of walking out, Ali runs to the ring. Uh, Lashley hits him with the back elbow, throws him out of the ring. Uh, says, that's a message to anyone who stands in the way of me and the U.S. title. Uh, Seth, you stole that from me. Then Ali gets back in the ring, jumps on Lashley's back. Lashley flings him over the top rope to the floor. And then he says, uh, uh, you're starting to piss me off to Ali. Uh, if you want to come in and get an ass whooping, you're welcome to. So that leads to our first match tonight, Bob Lashley taking on Mustafa Ali. And uh, as much as uh, Mustafa Ali had to give Bobby Lashley in the end, they gave him that awesome pass out uh, to the hurt lock. Uh, I, I thought it made Mustafa Ali look great in, 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 a, in defeat. Um, where do you see this going? Is this going to be a continuing feud? Is Mustafa Ali going to pull out one victory over Bobby Lashley? I was I was kind of hoping like I mean look obviously they're not going to have him tap out like in a, in a way that's a bit of a win but like how huge would it be for Ali to get an actual win over Bobby Lashley? Do you think this is going to keep going this feud here? Uh, I don't know. It kind of depends on. I mean, the story with Ali here is just that you know he's resilient. He's not going to back down he's going to get to his feet till he just can't against Lashley um I don't know if it's going to be a situation I feel like you know this is a story we've seen countless times where someone is just resilient and then they get a sneak victory um and then uh, I know half the time it feels like in the rematch whoever was overpowering them just gets the win to end the feud you know um yeah. so you kind of get the the one the one kind of roll-up victory but otherwise you don't really leave the feud as the victor um, I, I, part of me feels like they really want to build up Lashley to take on Brock, whether it's at the Rumble or Mania or whatever. And I, I don't really anticipate Lashley taking a whole lot of losses between now and then. It'd be great. Mm -hmm. You know, we're huge fans of Mustafa Ali here. Well, another, another thing to consider. Yeah, it, it is. You're right. I'll, I'll sort of believe it when I see it. But Triple H, as powerful as he was during his his reign of terror, if you will. You know, he there were a couple times. I think Sheldon Benjamin beat him once, like in shock fashion. I think well, obviously there was that time Jericho beat him, and uh, and then he he bullied the uh, the reversal. The ref, yeah. So I mean, going back into Triple H's history, I don't think he's opposed to trying to get a guy over with sort of a surprising win like that. I would believe it a lot more under Triple H than I would ever Vince McMahon. Um, but uh, but I don't know. I think they got a lot to gain if you want to if you want to get Mustafa Ali out of this holies. And I mean, he's had a lot of TV time lately. Um, and that to me says, yeah, maybe, maybe there's something there. 
but yeah, I feel you. If they're gonna if they're gonna do Lashley versus Lesnar at like Mania or whatever, or the Rumble or whatever, mm-hmm. um, then I don't see him eating a lot of losses. But also Lashley with a surprise. I mean, it, yeah, if they do that, doesn't mean anything. If Mustafa Ali gets a surprise win over Bobby Lashley, and then Lashley crushes him in another match, I don't know if it really helps Mustafa Ali all that much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, you I feel know. like Ali would have to get like not just a roll up win, a decisive win. He needs to get. He needs to get that. Yeah, he needs to get a win where he hits his finish gotta, and pins him. Yeah, yeah. You got to protect Lashley a little bit, and even if that's Lashley being so arrogant, like, hey, man, I made you pass out last time. And maybe, look, you know, I don't think anybody would complain if Ali even got a little bit of a cheat victory in, you know, not not a cheap, not like a roll up, but like, hey, if that ref's distracted for a second, Ali realizes there's only one way I can get this guy, and that's to kick him right in the dick. (laughs) And then the ref turns around and he hits him with his finish and he's like, holy shit, I was able to do that. I don't know. I don't know. I think the the crowd likes cool shit, you know, even last night when uh, when Theory dropped Dolph when he when he didn't go for it when he went for that second a town down what was the crowd chanting one more time one mm-hmm. more they just like people they don't care who it is they just want to see people do cool shit yeah yeah uh after that we got the OC and Mia Yim for an interview AJ says now that they've even the odds and solved their Rhea problem bring it on judgment day and Gallo says AJ and, uh, and Carl Anderson you owe me a thank you because I'm the reason that Mia decided to join the OC we all know I have a way with women and AJ says, this thing with the OC and Judgment Day needs to come to an end. Uh, they've been a thorn in my side ever since WrestleMania because I wouldn't join their group, so I'm challenging Finn to a match at Survivor Series. And Carl Anderson says, I have no doubt AJ will handle his business there. Just like the toughest woman in the building, Mia handles her business tonight in return match. So Mia says, I'm about to go to the ring, so put the beers on ice. When I come back, we're going to celebrate. Yep. And then we had that match. We had Mia Yim versus Tamina. First time I think we've seen her in a little while. Uh, and uh, Rhea Ripley and Dom come to ringside to to assess this situation. Uh, Mia, Mia Yim ends up getting uh, the win with Eat Defeat. We have Damage Control watching a television in a normal fashion backstage, facing it, not off to the weird side like mm-hmm. this. Uh, so, yeah, Mia it's, uh, hits that Eat Defeat for the win on Tamina. Uh, Mia tells Rhea, it's like, hey, come on, get in the ring. Rhea gets on the apron, teases getting in the ring, and then hops back down to the floor. Yep. So yeah, it's gonna be it's her and Rhea. That's that's gonna be some fun stuff, especially once it goes to war games because they're just mm-hmm. gonna be in their own little their own little island over there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, then we got uh, Matt Riddle. He's backstage playing the bongos. Walks up to Kathy Kelly. So Kathy asks him, "Where is Elias?" And he says, "Elias is doing rock star things. Uh, he's actually booking our our show, selling some tickets. He finally agreed to be in a band with me." And uh, while he's talking. Uh, uh, about Gable, I'm thinking about Rockstar stuff. So Gable steps in, shooshes him, and then Rilla says, bro, and hits the bongo. They do that back and forth a bunch. And then Gable eventually says, the only thing more ridiculous than you two clowns playing in a band together is the idea of you two as a tag team. So tonight, I'm going to do what Otis did to Elias last week and beat you, Matt Real. Does any of this interest you at all? Not at all. Nope. Without any hesitation. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't mean either. The funny thing is, I really like Gable. I really like Otis. And Riddle can be fun. 
but my God, they they this has no direction. But this is one of the, this is one of the things. Like you know, hey, the, the Austin Theory has some direction. He took all the direction points and put them in Austin Theory and, yeah. and everything else. And this has no direction whatsoever. Riddle with the butt. He's like basically. Riddle's one of those few guys who like Vince kind of treated Riddle better than yeah. Triple H's. Yeah. Right? I yeah, know. Like he actually had Riddle doing some cool shit. I mean, the Randy thought, stuff was too much. We thought there was a chance that Riddle could win the Rumble. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 Under Vince. Because yeah. the storyline with him and Randy, I was like, okay, you could see that happening. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's cold. Oh, yeah. Cold. Way cold. Uh, and then so after that, we have a damage control uh, walking up to me and, and Dakota Kai gives one of her uh, pitches again, says, uh, you know, nobody's been able to hang with Rhea until you. She says, uh, I wonder how somebody like Mia could have been forgotten about for so long. We know what it's like to be cast about to be forgotten about. We decided to do something about it. And Bailey's like, hey, you know what, Mia, you can do something to remind people who you are and join our team at War Games. And then Mia says, uh, I appreciate the offer. I don't have any issue with Bianca, Oscar, Alexa. And then Bailey's like, think about it. Think about the future. And then the OC walk in. They're like, hey, is everything okay over here? And Mia's like, yeah, damage control. We're just leaving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Carl Anderson's got like a, a tub of ice cold beer on his shoulder. He's got that tub with some brewskis in it, man. Yeah. Sour Boy's ready to party, Larson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start dancing. Start, start dancing. You stop me up. You <laughs> start singing some stones. Yeah. Uh, then we got Matt Riddle versus Chad Gable. So uh, Gable actually got the win here. So uh, not only has, has Matt Riddle's creative uh, fallen, so has his uh, winning ways. Not that he no. actually won a ton as a singles competitor anyways prior to no. RK Pro. But no. uh, nonetheless, uh, the Gable... So Riddle's on the apron. Gable brings him back in the in the ring, backslides and puts his feet on the rope, and then uh, Otis holds Gable's feet down, added mm-hmm. leverage, so Riddle can't kick out. And then Riddle tries to protest with the ref, and Gable says, "Shush." <laughs> Gable, they're all they're all they're all talented dudes, but this is just doing. Nothing. Elias wasn't even there tonight. Nope. Nope. Uh, this, I'll be honest with you. So usually, if you were to ask me the question, how interested are you in JBL and Baron Corbin, I'd shoot right back at you. None. None interested. Minimal. None interested. This is the kind of thing that we got that I actually appreciate from an entertainer standpoint. Baron Corbin and JBL playing poker backstage uh, with some other dude. Uh, some other dude has a pair of deuces. Baron's got a full house. The waiter offers JBL some Kentucky bourbon. He says no. So Akira Tozawa comes and sits at the table. This kind of skit, this silliness that lasts all of five minutes for the show, I'm cool with this. This is way better than JBL coming out and giving us some Dan Lambert and running down snowflakes and stuff. I don't care. That's boring. I don't want that. This right TV, here though. is stupid and it's silly, but it fucking makes me laugh. So I'm I'm cool with it, man. Um, It made me laugh because I really like Akira Tozawa. And he's yeah, wildly he's good. entertaining. Yeah. He's good. Wildly he's good. entertaining. I don't know why he's still he get him back in his old ring gear though. <laughs> Please. I yeah, that's one that's one leftover from Vincent Man. They should have changed immediately. I know. Like why? Why is he still in that outfit? It's I know. it's I know. it's silly. Akira Tozawa is is wildly charismatic. He's entertaining and he's an excellent wrestler. Yeah, right. 
Let yeah. him do those things, you know? Yeah, because yeah, that was great. So anyways, he sits down at the table and says, well, I, I play poker. And, uh, or he will play poker, sorry. Mm-hmm. And JBL says, well, you're played before. And, and Tizalis goes, nope. And then JBL says, well, your money's good here. Let's play some poker. Mm-hmm. We'll check in back at, oh, gosh, this next segment was so long. Um, then we got Miz TV where Miz handed off the hosting duties to Byron Saxton. This right here is this whole Loomis, Miz, Gargano story in a nutshell. Kind of spinning wheels and going on way too long. Dude, even even the powers of Johnny Gargano can't save this any longer. This is dead in the water. It oh. is so dead. It's not quite as dead. Uh, oh, what is so? People are saying in our chat that Akira Tozawa just tweeted something out. Oh, What's let me check about? that out. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so Miz was dressed up like a... Oh, all right. He posted a picture of his of his gear and just says, thank you. Hmm. I hope he's not gone from the company. Yeah. But I, I hope I hope the ninja outfit's gone. Yeah. That'd be best case scenario. I'm telling you, man, somebody listening to this show. They're like, possible. Oh, taking notes here. Steven Larson don't like the ninja outfit. Gone. Gone. I mean, well, we know, look, Levesque, Paul, he calls into the show twice a week. Yeah, I know. So we do know that he actually... Maybe he doesn't watch the show. I don't know. I don't. He just knows know. of it. He just knows of it. He's like he has oh, his he has his uh his intern listen to it or something like that. Yeah, my my Triple H isn't very good, but he's like, oh wow, this is a great show. Uh, so anyways, uh, Miss TV. Yeah, he's dressed up sort of like uh, what is it, Mister Rogers kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, yeah. He's got like, a cardigan he's, he's on. He's pure. Like he's he's like yeah, he's an innocent bystander here. He's misunderstood. He's trying not look. He's trying to look more casual, relatable, mm, not so yeah. stuffy. He doesn't have the super expensive suit. The, the he just sort of shoes. looked like he was doing like a, like he's supposed to be a grandpa in a community theater production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was kind of confusing, to be honest with you. But uh, so, anyways, dude. I mean, long story short, he explains his side of things. Says he was lying to the Hollywood producer to 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 make it seem like a bigger deal because that's what Hollywood likes. Uh, Gargano comes out, says, uh, "Just just pay up Loomis and and do things the right way." And then Loomis was dressed up like the camera guy, and he attacks Miz, and, and they got a Survivor Series match mm-hmm. uh, where if Loomis wins, uh, Miz has to pay him his money, and Loomis gets a WWE contract. Did I cover the the basis? Yeah, there? more or less, more or less. Like, like, Miz is. Leave it, Miz let is let us know in chat. Let us know in comments. Are you Miz, bummed out that we didn't cover Miz TV beat to beat? Miz's uh, perspective was like what Gargano said was like mostly true. Mm-hmm, but yeah. from his point of view, it was like, okay, Lewis was asking for more and more. There was no way for that to really end except for him just to stop paying him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Not but that, it's all, not that it's, from his perspective, he, he wasn't taking advantage of Lewis's situation to advance himself. He said, I just want a little empathy. He said, I've been here for 18 years and no one ever cheers for me. Pretty much. I'm I'm shocked that you have not texted me during one of these Ms. TV segments or, or any of these long ass segments and been like, hey, can we can we use some company funds to pay for somebody to take these fucking notes? Because that's this is miserable, man. Stop doing this. Let's pay somebody to take some notes. It's misery for you. Come on. I mean, I would guarantee you that my enjoyment of the show would go up substantially if I have to take notes. But at the same time, come on, man, stop being a martyr. Come on, let's oh, make no, some I'm changes. Not, I'm not here. being a martyr. I'm not being a martyr. It just I'll, seems I'll, like a small price to pay, you know. To, and I bet we can get somebody who knows for like twenty bucks, just raw. At least just raw. I'll twenty bucks. Something to think about for the new year. 
I'm not trying to be a martyr. I'm not. It's just for me. It's like this is part of my process of watching wrestling now. It's too much, man. It's too much for it me. is for Raw. There's Once been several episodes, maybe even last again. night. Well, last night, Eagles lost. Defense oh, wow, sucked. It's watched Raw. It's like, uh, got to take notes. Yeah, taking notes, especially on Raw, does affect my enjoyment of the show. And maybe I'd love this Austin Theory shit if I didn't take notes. Fuck on next it. year. We're doing it next week. If you want to help Larson take notes, hit us up. On Twitter, accepting if resumes. If that's now. still around, we're accepting resumes for note taking. That's what we're doing, man. That's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing. We're gonna do that, man. Uh, after that, we had a Shelton Benjamin interview. He's great. That's great to see. Uh, yeah, Shelton, Shelton back on TV. Uh, man, I know people might not like the kid. Dominic is fucking making me laugh these He's days. He's doing the scrappy do thing pretty well. He is, man. So Damian Priest and Dom walk in. Dom says, because uh, Shelton's in an interview, he's talking about, was talking about theories failed cash in? I think that's what he's talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, and and then just, Dom like, says. barely got started, though. Because, yeah, last week yeah. he had that altercation with Theory Bex. Yeah. And, yeah, that's right. That's right. And then Dom says, oh, you should know all about being a failure. You've been a failure since my deadbeat dad and Eddie were in their primes. <laughs> He says, he says, but I'm better than them, which makes me way better than you. <laughs> and so Shelton's like, what the fuck? I don't have time for this, man. He said, you should skip on down the hall before I give the whooping your dad should have given him. You know, real uncle energy right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you this whooping that your dad should have given you. Dom's like, try me. And of course, before Shelton can, can do any of that, Pre steps in. And he says, whoa, Shelton, calm down. If you got a problem with Dom, you got a problem with me. And Dom's behind him he's with a big chirping. old. He's chirping. Yeah, just chirping, exactly. And so Shelton's, he's like, that's fine. He's like, I want problems. He says, uh, uh, he says, I wouldn't mind working on my problems tonight. He says, Priest, let's settle this in the ring. Uh, or Priest says, all right, let's settle this in the ring. And Shelton says, it's about time someone taught you a lesson. So I accept your challenge to Dom. And Dom's like, ooh. And I like yeah, what Dom dude. said. You're the priest. You're the one that challenged him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dom. Dom is killing me these days, man. I'm. 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 I'm loving what they're doing with that. Heels have more fun. They just. They do. Yeah. They just do. Outside of like Drew McIntyre, I can't think of another face. It seems like they're allowed to go out there and just be themselves and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe totally. Seth now because he's kind of on the tweener. He's mm-hmm. he's definitely tweener territory. So then we get Dom versus Shelton Benjamin. Uh, this is a fun match. Kind of wish Shelton had got the win because Shelton Benjamin's great. But that being said, I understand. Uh, it took some interference from Damian Priest. But Dom uh, sends Shelton into the ring post, hits the DDT, follows with the frog splash to get that W. Yeah, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, after that, we had Austin Theory's interview where he uh, addresses uh, Money in the Bank. He says, uh, "He says, you know what? Nobody understands me. Nobody understands the pressure I'm under. Everybody just thinks I'm made for this because the way I look, because of my athleticism, because of these so-called handed out opportunities." He says, they have no idea what the full story is. He says, I was touted to be the next big thing, and I proved that on day one, and I did. And I exceeded that expectation, and what did I do? I outgrew the ceiling of being the next big thing, and I became the face of the franchise, and people still continue to hate on me to this day because of that. And why? Because they can't relate. He says, the whole world looks at a person like me and wants to see me fail. They want to see me fall short of the expectation. That's just not going to happen. He says, but for me, when I think about last Monday, everybody thinks that I failed, but they're wrong because I feel more alive than I ever have. He says, let's talk about that briefcase. Let's talk about the contract. It was an anchor on me. 
He said, look at Roman Reigns. No one's been able to touch him in two years. And has he looked vulnerable? He says, well, when he does, which is rarely, the bloodline's there. Look at my cash-ins. I tried at SummerSlam. Brock was there. I tried at Clash. Fury was there. And if they weren't there, the bloodline certainly would have been. He says, Roman is unstoppable, and that scenario of me cashing in doesn't exist. So what did I do? What's the best thing to do after this? That's going after one of the greatest champions of this past decade, Seth Rollins. And where was he? On his back. And I had him beat. And Lashley pulled me out of that ring and mauled me like a madman. But if it wasn't for him, I'd be a two-time United States champ right now, and I'd have and and I would have had the greatest cash in. That still would have belonged to Seth Rollins, by the way. Yes. Uh, so the, even Dolph has the claim for a better cash in than cash. He in actually on, on the US he does. Title. Yeah. You can check take a look at our tier list of Money in the Bank winners, by the way, yeah. over at Friendo Club Wrestling, our other channel. Uh, so then Dolph interrupts. He saunters over in an RK Bro hoodie. He says, uh, "He says, yeah." Worst cash in ever. Like that Simpsons dude. Yep. He says all these excuses. If I ever get a traffic ticket, I guess I know who to call. A couple months ago, I tried to help you out. Tried to show you some things that nobody else showed me. And for some reason, a failed cash in. I would know. I was there for the best one. Assuming he was in the building there when Seth cashed in. Because that was the best one. He says, but you, your ego was too big and didn't want to listen. And Theory says, you know, I'm tired. I'm sick of people talking to me like I'm a kid. I'm done being the youngest this or that, the future, the next big thing. I am the now, and I'd love to prove that to you in the ring and show you I have no more excuses. And Dolph says, sure thing, kid. And, oh, boy, he had to eat those words later on because he got fucked up by Austin Theory. Yeah, Theory beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. <clears throat> Before that, we got EO Sky versus Dana Brooke. We get a picture-in-picture -picture promo from Dana. Uh, she says, I've shown up, showed out every day, and worked extremely hard for everything. Uh, I've I've had and seeing Nikki just throw it in the trash it was painful if damage control and Nikki want to waltz in and disrespect my hard work they got another thing coming to them it is a bummer that Dana was trying to make something of that 24-7 title and then garbage I know goes I hope garbage. I hope you know this is dorky but I hope she's had some assurances they're going to use her more often you know mm -hmm. like I, for somebody who really did seem like we've heard this and you see it all the way back to the breaking ground series oh one of the, like the hardest working wrestlers in the entire company yeah yeah and yeah. he's always trying to trying to make as much as what little they're given mm -hmm. um, Dana Brooke is that person and uh, and so I you know man I hope that I hope they have something for her down the line and uh, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be being part of this uh, War Games match. I think that'd be kind of that'd be really cool for her. If she got to be put in Bianca's yeah. team. Yeah, I don't really see it happening necessarily, but I don't know. Maybe they're setting it up right here. Maybe it's a possibility. Maybe. Yeah, she took a loss here to EO. Um, uh, EO, uh, sorry, Dan is going for the the handspring back elbow. EO catches that, hits a German suplex, corner knees, moves all to get the win. Then after the match, Mia Yim walks out to the stage. And says, uh, damage control, I know you've been waiting for my answer. And I've been thinking real hard about your offer. And you're right. War Games is a fight where everybody has got to pick a side. And I picked mine. And Bianca, Alexa, Asuka walk out to the stage to join Mia. She's made her decision. She's not going to be on team damage control. Correct. Uh, we're uh, back to so yeah. more poker. Yeah. Uh, Kira Tozawa's got Baron and JBL on tilt. Dude, he is the freaking, uh, he's the hustler, man. But for cards, not pool. Yeah. It's card so, trick. So Baron's <laughs> like his last hand. He goes, I'm all in. So yeah. Akira 
shows his cards. He's got three kings. And the Baron says, I have three kings. No, I got three aces because there's not six <laughs> kings in the deck. Right, um, exactly, yeah. But he doesn't flip over his cards. He just drops them face down. He's trying to collect the pot. And Akira goes, yeah. no, 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 hold on. So he flips over Baron's cards, and he's got nothing. And Akira calls him a cheater. And JBL's like, oh, that's like the worst thing you could call us is a cheater. And Baron's like, nope, we're not done. I got all the money in the world. We'll, let's keep playing. And Akira says to him, let's step outside. And JBL asks him, are you challenging Baron to a duel? And, <laughs> he said it so like, what? Are you challenging him to a duel or something? It's like, bro, this is a wrestling. Come on. You know what he's challenging him to. Yeah. And so Tazawa says, no, a match in the wrestling ring. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought this was pretty funny. Maggie says, not going to lie, I had the segment muted. <laughs> he says, was this more or less entertaining than Miss TV? I, I, in my opinion, it was more entertaining than Miss TV. Yeah. Yeah, it Miss was. Miss TV was just really long. I mean, the, the, the percentages of entertainment, uh, the percentages and number of times Miss TV is actually enjoyable. I end up with double digits. <laughs> they need to put, they need to do the same thing they did with the 24 7 title to, to Miss TV. And really put put an end to talk shows in general. I can't yes. stand them. I know. I can't I know. stand. There's so many other interesting presentations that they can ways to present. You know, if you need a long talky segment, the interview, you could do a million other things, but like to set up everything in the fucking ring, it's just it's. And then they just go on and on and on. It's uh, it's it's too much. It is too much. Long talky segments are usually, usually not all the time, but usually too much. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to limit those. Uh, after that, we had Austin Theory uh, versus Dolph Ziggler, and uh, yeah, this was this was a phenomenal match. They're both really really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. We yeah, got the crowd, they got the crowd that. really into it. Um, and then uh, yeah, so in the end, uh, Austin hits. Uh, Dolph is looking for super kick. Theory counters with an elbow, hits a town down. And then when he's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this pin here," he looks at him. He's like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna do that." Picks him up, hits another a town down, hits him ground and pound, stomps on Dolph. Dolph rolls out of the ring. Theory follows him, throws Dolph into the ring steps, slams his head in the announce table repeatedly, throws him to the timekeeper area, uh, chucks some chairs on him. At some point in all this, the ref just calls the match off. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, "Okay, this is this is too much. I don't know. All this right here isn't technically a DQ. I haven't been counting." But this needs to end now. We're just yeah. going to call this match off. Yeah. Uh, so he throws him in a timekeeper area, chucks some chairs on him, and then gets some more shots in on him. And a bunch of people had to come out and, and get him and out. And he gets there. up and he's all angry and tense and breathing really hard and all that kind of he's stuff. Like, Ooh. <sighs> you stop me his, up. He's letting his beard grow out a little bit. They've been doing that for a little while now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks cool on him. You know, let's, dude, look, here's the thing. We're going to see this more often. He's just turning into Triple H Austin Theory. Yeah, pretty much. Triple H, yeah, Triple H guys, they're all like, they're all grizzled a little bit, you know. They're and, all badasses uh, who love to fight. They're all they're all dudes who just like to go, yeah, they just like to fight because people want to see that hmm. shit. Well, also, I think growing the beard makes them look older. You know, the yeah, whole sure. thing is I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. You it's know, more grizzled. I'm not, yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm not just the future. I'm the now. I'm so no trying kid. to make himself look a bit more grown up. I think he's got to get rid child. of, he's got to get rid of like, I know he got rid of the phone. Didn't have the phone out there. He yeah, needs okay. to, he needs to update his presentation. If this whole, if this is like a new Austin theory, I'm talking new theme. He needs a new finish. A town down. is not a good finisher. I was going to mention that at the end of our recap, because when he takes out Seth at the end of the show and the titles laying right there, everybody needs a finish where you can hit it on a title. 
The Rose Plant, you can hit it on a title. You can't RKO do that. Yeah, he on can't a do title. That. He can't. What is he, like we were joking about it last night during our watch along? Was he going to drape the? Is he going to like fasten the title to his knee? He has to tape it to his knee so when he 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 takes the knee to hit Natan Dan, it'll stay there. Yeah, because his his knee isn't already bent, so nope. he can't lay it there. Nope, can't do it. Everybody needs a finish that you can do on a. Title. I mean, I he used to do the TKO. That used to be his finish. That was his finish in NXT. Yeah, go back to yeah. that or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's got the finish. funny thing is he's got a couple moves like that cool weird Spanish fly he yeah. does that he like springboards or whatever. Yeah, it is. that's great. That's rad. You could do that on a title. Like a town down is not a bad move. It's just not a good finisher. Yeah, it needs to be a signature. Yeah. Like what was his finish? A, what did you say his finish was? The in TKO. NXT? So we have him up in uh, 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 fireman's carry mm-hmm. into a cutter. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. TKO, You're totally right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Maybe they didn't want to do that on main roster because, you know, Randy has RKO. I don't know. Yeah, I'm don't not know. even a huge. It's it's a That's a better. Yeah, that's a better finish than. Because at least that down. he can hit on a title. Yeah. It's not best. It's not. I mean, it'd be, the the Spanish fly one's crazy. That one's great. Give him dirty deeds. Give him the paradigm shift. That'd be kind of cool. Well, I mean, Drew <laughs> does future shock. That's double under hook DDT, too. Have him do it like uh, the uh, the death, death rider. Death rider. Then. They lift yeah. him up. Yeah, lift him up. Big spike. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Come. Hey, come something new. Be new. Be new. Yeah, dude, come on. He's like, he's supposed to be like this, you know, uh, the, the future of, uh, of wrestling. Be new. Come up with a future move. Yeah, future move. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A move that not like future, defies. Not future shock. Not future no. shock. A move a that seemingly move. defies uh, uh, physics. The laws right, of physics. Exactly. Something Shane. Just ask Shane Mercer for one of his moves. There we go. Yeah, do the moonsault springboard power <laughs> slam deal. What the, yeah, what the hell? That guy's crazy. He is crazy. So then we got uh, Damage Control and, and Nikki Cross backstage, and they're kind of like talking about what happened as far as Mia not joining them. Rhea steps in. She says, there's no need to keep looking because if Mia's on Bianca's side, I'm on yours. Does anybody have a problem with that? And they're all, nope, nope. Pretty cool with that. that. And Rhea that. says, all right, let's go to war. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Baron Corbin versus Akira Tozawa. Akira got some of his shit in, but at the uh, at the end, uh, Baron catches him uh, on a crossbody attempt, mm-hmm. and then he hits that end of days to get the win. You on know what I'm hoping out. here? I don't know if it's going to happen. All of Baron's matches have been like fairly competitive. Yeah, right. You know, for someone who's supposed to be the new wrestling god, yeah, you'd think he'd make quick work with most of his uh, his opponents, but that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Is JBL going to sour on Baron? Give him the boot. Oh wow! Says Maybe. you're not you're not new wrestling god. Yeah, I think somebody in our chat described it as he ends up, Baron Corbin ends up being a bad investment for JBL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like you're a false guy, a false false idol. <laughs> yeah, false wrestling idol. Yeah, there you go. Uh, after that, we had a Bianca, Oscar, Alexa, and Mia interview. Bianca says, "Yeah, Rhea Ripley, she's, she's definitely a problem." She says, "But Mia Yim is no one to play with. I think that her nickname is Meechin." means uh, crazy uh and there she's like meachin's no one to play with either and if our team looks this good with four members just wait till we find our fifth and then kathy's like well there's a match next week for who's going to get the advantage of war games who's going to compete and bianca starts fucking laughing <laughs> she's like well bianca wins what are you talking about 
<laughs> she's like, she's like, come on. She's like, I'd love to be the one to lead my team to an advantage, but I'm pretty sure everybody here is just as hungry as, as I am to take down damage control. But come on, well, Bianca wins. Uh, she's like, and to get that advantage of war games is huge. So this decision is not being taken lightly. But no matter who they throw at us, we're going to represent. And while all those other girls are all about games, we're about war. And they all leave. Mm-hmm. So they haven't found their fifth, but it doesn't matter because it's Bianca. Yeah. Yeah. So an Alpha <laughs> Academy. She knows it too. Yeah. Alpha Academy steps in and Gable uh, says to Kathy, uh, have you forgotten to interview tonight's big winner, Master Gable, the man who single-handedly put down Matt Riddle just one week after Otis puts down Elias? Can you imagine the carnage that would result if, if they were stepped to us as a tag team? Mm-hmm. And then as... He's finishing his thought. Seth walks through. He's singing his theme, and then he starts singing his theme while saying "shoosh." That shit was funny. It was so random and amazing. It it, it was almost like he just he happened to be walking by at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to point this out really quickly. We've got almost four hundred people watching live over on oh, that's so YouTube. Cool. Hi, and one hundred seventy-five over on the Twitch for the YouTube folks. We had four hundred and eight likes on yesterday's video oh that's really good people watching this on demand for the people watching this live can you please do us a huge favor hit that like button hit that subscribe button and hit that notify bell it really does yes please go a long way towards helping going and raw it's a free it's a free way to help us out free way to support hit that like button uh after that we had a uh, finn balor interview he says of course i accept aj's challenge does AJ even know who I am? Ask Edge. He'll tell you. Ask Gray. He'll tell you. But AJ, that's for Survivor Series tonight. He's going to get the Finn rub. He says, tonight it's about Seth Rollins. He, Me and Seth have a lot of unfinished business. You know tonight, what you should have said to, to, to Byron when he uh, asked that question? Are you fabing me? <laughs> Why did he, man, he use that once? And I was like, you got to use that every time. Mm-hmm. Are you fabing me, brother? Hasn't he read the dirt sheets? Uh, he says, he, me and Seth have a lot of unfinished business. I'm going to remind Seth who I am. I'm Finn Balor. Used to be Prince Devitt. Tonight, I'm going to become the new United States champion. Yep. And then we had, had our, our main, main event, event match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the shout out, the call back to uh, their SummerSlam 2016 match, that buckle bomb against the barricade. I know. That was cool. That was, that cool. was neat. I Seth that. didn't hit it this time, though. So uh, down towards the finish, Seth is looking for a stomp. Judgment Day runs down to ringside. Dom gets on the apron. Seth knocks him off. Finn rolls up Seth. Seth kicks out. Seth hits a pair of forearms. Gets distracted by Priest. He's on the apron. Uh, That allows Finn to hit a double stomp. Now the OC come down to ringside. So they're all brawling. Judgment Day, OC. Fight spills into the ring. Carl Anderson uh, clotheslines Dom out. Finn then clotheslines Anderson out. Finn hits Seth with the shotgun drop kick, goes to the top rope. Dom, for some reason, I guess to escape the fight, gets in the ring. So the ref's trying to get him out, and while the ref is distracted, AJ pushes Finn off the top rope. Brawl just keeps spilling out to the crowd, and then Seth hits Finn with the stomp to get the win. Pretty much uh, as they're announcing Seth is the winner, Austin Theory's out there, he's attacking Seth, hits him with an A-town down, throws him in like everything ringside that he can, uh, gets back in the ring, hits another A-Town down, picks up the U.S. title, hits Seth with it, stands over Seth while holding the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, you know, that that title's right there. Can't finish on the title. 
I'm trying to think if he, there's a way when he's like he can have the belt in his offhand, the one that's by the legs. And so while he's flipping the person in the air, he can, well, he's doing this. He might actually, yeah, but here's the thing. He might actually hit their head on the title. I know. He does There's that. no way of doing it. Um, I mean, unless he, he, he's got him up here. He could he do this. Them over. This he is what he's got to do. He could pancake himself and bring them down this instead is what of he's on his do. He's got to wrap the title around the person's head. It's the only you way say, you, can do you say that like it's a logical idea. Like that's gonna work. Like he's gonna sit there and wrap the title. That's the, that's the only way it can it's happen. Come flying off. Not necessarily. There's a million ways that no, can go wrong. because he's got his hand around their neck. He can keep the title in place like that, and as you spin them around, that's the only way yeah. it happens without using tape. Yeah. <laughs> tape. Otherwise, he has to tape the title to his leg. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, it's got Velcro on it. So all he needs to do is get some Velcro on like, you, hey, that's that's how you do it. You put some Velcro strips on like your knee pad. And then if all you need to do, here's yeah, put that. some Velcro strips on your on your knee. Here, pad. It actually kind of have to be on his upper thigh because when he bends his yeah. knee, yeah, 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 it yeah, might yeah, yeah. rip the Velcro. <laughs> I'm saying he's got to put it around the person's head. It's the only way it'll work. Now you're on to something with the thigh velcro. You gotta you gotta divorce yourself of the on the head thing. The head championship title's not gonna work. Uh, that would work. It's the only way it would work. So listen, uh, we're about to answer some questions from the Patreon. Yeah. If people want to load up some super chats here in the in the YouTube uh, and then the Twitch also, what yeah, do you I got guys some, do over I got there? Some super chats over here on the YouTube, ready to go. Awesome. So we're gonna do that. Uh, if and this is if this is if and this is this is a big ask. Mm. Somebody here in YouTube chat said, I'll hit like if Triple H calls in. If we get, we're at 145 likes. I don't think this is going to happen. If we get to 200 likes by the time Excuse we me. are done answering these questions, so like five minutes or so, if we get to yeah. 200 likes, I'll, I'll do what I can to zoom in Triple H just for a quick, like an NXT. You're going to spring this something. on me? You're going to spring this on me? Can't get, it's just it's it's for the betterment of our business. Can you tell him you're not having that great of a day, and you're going to spring this on me, man? I feel like you were doing so well. I would think you would want the opportunity. You to, understand the time I need to prepare for these segments. Is it? Is it? Too, we're already at 156. Look, I don't think I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't think you have anything to worry about. The but more I will you leave say it up to that, you. the more you say, "Oh, there's nothing to worry about," it's going to entice people. I will leave it up to you. I'll leave it up to you. If you if you say no. Then they, you guys can leave your light. It's at 162, though. If you say no, that's totally fine. So no, 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 no. What you're doing there is you're putting the burden on me on letting people down, and that's not fair to me. It's not. So uh, you know, it's. I, I think everybody will understand if you say no. Uh, I mean, this seems apropos now. Simon Schmidt here in YouTube, the super chat says, "Let's start a like spike, friendos." Right oh, now, wow. we were at 169. That seemed like a good place to stop. Oh, James, God, we're at 173 now. Oh, James no. Johnston here uh, says, you're in the hope we don't lose money business. That's us. That's probably our ACW venture for sure. So, uh, Dave, yeah, right. David Matushek says, if Kevin Owens' injury is severe and taken out of war games, who do you think? Wait, what the fuck? Was this the right one? Oh, I'm on the wrong one. That was from yesterday, Sorry. wasn't it? Sorry, everybody. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, first up from, oh, we got a new patron also, oh, Tokane87. Thank you very much, Tokane. Thank you. Thank Says you. If, the, 
if there was a Royal Rumble with all IWC personalities, who would win? Who would be the Iron Man slash woman? And who would beat Santino Morella's record? We're at 180 likes, 200. We get we zoom in Triple H. Um, who'd win? Yeah. Oh, Simon Miller. All IWC personalities. It's got to be Simon. Simon Miller. Yeah, Simon. The H champ. Yeah, Simon would win. Yeah, the H. He is the H champ. Yeah. Uh, we're at 184. All we need is 16 more. Uh, uh, Tom talks rubbish here. Says Stephen Larson debates is why I love Matt Chat. Your most underrated show. Oh, Matt Chat. I love Matt Chat. Bring it back. As you see, saw today is like sometimes I got to formulate. Just sometimes it's nice to have a discussion with two sides to it. You know. Oh no, I agree. And I think look, I I wasn't. I didn't say that you're crap. Uh, I I just appreciate that we can we can. I feel. You know, dude, I hear so many, I, I saw so much negativity around Austin Theory's cash in mm-hmm. and so much of it is rooted in what Vince McMahon was doing. And I think that criticism is valid because it's like, this is, you know, under Vince McMahon, something like that. I understand. Yeah, that, it's stupid. It seems, it seems weird, but there's a new person in charge of creative who actually gives his character some motivation. Now, if Theory came out tonight and said, I'm all day. And he's got the the selfie. It's like, man, this guy is. This is not a a, a, th- a three dimensional character. Mm-hmm. What we had is a guy who explained motivation. He explained with reason and logic of his own within the confines of his character what he was talking about, and that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot because I think that there's something more behind it, and we got that. As long as you deliver, I'm I'm down about it. And I think that you and I can have good debates about. Does this make sense for the character? You know, because too often you and I have been on the same side debating. Why would this character do this? It doesn't make any sense. And again, this is a subjective thing. This is entertainment. Everybody's got their own take on on things. It's all subjective. We all have things we'd prefer to have happen or not. What? Six six likes away. Maybe we won't get there. Maybe we won't get there. Six likes away. Just drop it. If it happens, it happens. You don't need to keep, you know, like harping on it. Okay, sorry. I apologize. You're right. I apologize. Gosh. Uh, Anyways, well, no, I was just going to say, yeah, it's a subjective thing, and, and and it's open to interpretation. Some people like it. Some people won't. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, Blake Whitehouse says, which wrestlers are in desperate need of a brand change? Akira Tozawa. <laughs> yeah, he needs he needs a reversion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kyle says, what's been your favorite Survivor Series tag match you'd recommend watching? Oh, look at that. 200. Um. Oh, watch the one that Sting was in. That Dolph was the sole survivor. That was a really fun match. Oh yeah, that's probably that's, that's Team the top Cena spot. versus the Authority. Is that what it was? I think that's what it was. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun. I think that's what it was. At least in re- uh, recent memory, that one's really good. Um, uh, Luis Areza. Apart from the Bloodline storyline, what other feuds would get killed by the injury bug? If AJ or Finn got injured, it would oh, kind of kill. Got hurt. Yeah, it would kind of kill the entire OC versus Judgment Day if if AJ or Finn got hurt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if Seth got injured, that derail a lot. Uh, David Matushek says, considering that Mia Yim and Rhea are on opposing sides in the War Games match, do you think that having these mini storylines could benefit everyone involved? Sorry, say again. Uh, considering that Mia Yim and Rhea are on opposing sides in the War Games match, do you think that having these mini storylines could benefit everyone involved? Oh yeah, I mean it benefits. Yeah. It benefits people just to have a story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Alex Foster after doing it on. Th There's so many X factors that I like about that, you know. And then you got you also got uh, Dana Brooke really should be the one in there now that I think about it because mm -hmm. you got Nikki Cross as the other one, mm -hmm. and Nikki throwing her hard work in the garbage that kind of makes all the up. sense in the world. I know. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I just don't know if they're waiting to announce the fifth member because they're waiting to make like a huge splash with that last last person. I don't know who they could do. I mean, some I don't think Becky is cleared or is in any way close. Oh to being God, cleared. yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd but be if, huge. If if Becky was was cleared to to be part of the match, then yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Kayfabe uh, Smayfabe here on Twitch says it may have been buried here earlier, but I want to thank you guys for bringing some positivity to the wrestling world. Some other big wrestling podcasts are so damn negative it makes it hard to like wrestling you keep wrestling fun avoid being overly negative i sure, wonder who they're talking about i don't know sure you're critical when needed but stay optimistic and i appreciate that well thank you kayfabe let me zoom in jd uh all right i'm gonna go ahead i i, I just remembered i do have a giant stack of paperwork that i can work on well, so convenient. i can't be i was gonna i was like dude we can do this together but then i just remembered Got a big stack of paperwork. You know what if I what if I had a hard out today of like twelve thirty five, and you'd have to do it. You're right. I would have. I would have had to have done it. So I'm saying, just make you better. Maybe it'd be smart, wise, advantageous to take the steps necessary. To, so in the event that you have to do this, you can do it. Huh? What? I got. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this paperwork over here, and then I got the Zoom call, and when Show I me did paperwork. not hear, Show me paperwork. I did not Let me see hear. this pile of paperwork. Oh, dude, come on! It's it's endless over here. Look at this. Look at this right here. That's just, that was obviously a piece of scrap here. paper. That's not even an official looking form. Right here. That's a, that's your comic book. DMV stuff. Uh, so yeah, dude. I got, I got. I got. I got a ton. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on a second. Not just one. He's zooming in. Here we go. Hello, what's up everybody? Why am I here? It's Tuesday. Why did you drag me away from a very important, a very important meeting? Um, uh, I wish I don't I'm interrupt sorry. a very important meeting of the brain trust there at WWE. We're focusing on big events coming up. We got full gear that we're going to try to program something against full gear this this weekend, I don't know what it's going to be. Many people are saying that it's going to be really, really big, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds great. I Looking forward it to it. So why do you want me here? What's going on? Uh, what's up, I'm what's up with sorry this? to interrupt your day. Uh, don't interrupt The other day. guy had some plan where we would call you in. So Larson hatched a plan to call Paul Levesque in on a very busy day. I've got my very tall glass of ice water here. Very exciting. Hold on. Awesome. Mm. Important to hydrate. Yes, I agree. Drinking, I it's a, sleep is a don't interrupt. Sleep is important. And hydration are very important. Very important things. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so do you want to do the NXT preview? I can I can NXT. The, the items if you want to give us some, some comments. I leave all that to heartbreak. I don't deal with any of that shit. Why don't you? How about this? How about this? You preview NXT for me and I'll give you the yeah your day. Sounds like good. This. All right, here we go. So uh, first item here, Mandy Rose and Alba Fire set for NXT Women's Title last woman standing rematch. Wait, what? They're they're gonna have a giant title match just on a regular two. Oh, is this one of those themed episodes like no. uh, we rip off W? Is this like the NXT Starcade or some shit like no, that? No, it's just there's no no just a random ass Tuesday, yeah. uh, and there's no hype behind this at all. I gotta talk to Sean. This is a terrible idea. Well, what's just next? just wait to hear what's next? Braun Breaker faces off with Von Wagner for oh. NXT title. Oh my god. 
It's the Joe Blow guy, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Joe Blow guy. I gave I gave heartbreak that line myself. I said, oh, what do, what's his name? Joe Blow? That's what I call you Twitter warriors. Joe Blows. That's what I, that's a great line from Von Wagner. This kid's going to be huge. Second generation star. Von Wagner all the way. Come Tuesday. That's not very PG-13, is it? No. TV-14, maybe. Yes. Uh um, okay, uh, Shawn Michaels to lay groundwork for NXT Deadline. Can you give us a scoop on what Deadline's going to be? Heartbreak, well, it's the name of a latest premium live event. It's Deadline. It's the name of the NXT special. Very big things are going to be happening there. Many people are saying this is really great stuff, and Heartbreak's going to lay it all on the line for you. He's going to give you the scoop personally tonight on NXT on cable TV. Ah. Next, uh, Booker T welcomes Wesley and Carmelo Hayes for contract signing. I find it funny that Carmelo Hayes isn't on main roster yet. I got to call him up, but Heartbreak is trying to keep him from me. I want to make him a champion, but he wants to make him a champion. He's the A champion. He's not just a champion. Uh, Yeah, Carmelo's great. Yeah, Wesley's good too. What's his last name? Wesley what? Wesley, yes. Wesley, Wesley, what's what's his last name? It's like Wesley Crusher from Star Trek. Wes. Remember that? Remember that kid Lee. on Star Trek? He used yeah. to he used to fix the ship all the time. It was yeah, weird. remember that? I remember that? Yeah, yeah. Shows for nerds. Apollo what Cruz it? hopes to humble JD McDonough. What is the deal with Apollo Cruz? I send him down there, and he becomes a time traveler of some sort, or some sort of Nostradamus type situation. Yeah. I don't know what Heartbreak's doing down there. He's been watching Sci Fi Channel a bit too much, for my opinion. He's got Star Trek, and he's got Apollo Cruz. I don't like any of it. Well, something differently. Don't interrupt. What's next? That was it. That's that it. A- That's the entire. It sounds like a trash episode of NXT. Oh. How about this? You guys get the week off for reviewing NXT. All right. Here at your channel. No, you know NXT for you. You're good. You're good to go. Okay. That's cool. That was a joke. I don't like your lack of uh, work ethic. I'm going to tell Larson all about it. That's right. I'm going to rat you out. I'm a narc. What about the... What if I say... Bow I need to get- down to the... Bow down to the Steve. Da, 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 da. Oh, bow about down to sleep? the. Sleep. Bow down to the suck it. Triple H, break it down. Do, 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 do. My time. I gotta go. Oh, I was doing all this paperwork right here. How did it go? Oh my god, this is a fucking. I don't want to ever have to do that again without preparation. Three tickets here. What? Miserable. I didn't hear anything of what you just said because I was looking at my three parking tickets. <sighs> That's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for getting us 211 likes here on the YouTube. Let's double that up in VOD. If you're watching this not live, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. I know Larson very much appreciates the episode today. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.